0: Welcome to LOA Today. Walt Thiessen and Life Coach Joel Elston here. Today is Thursday, September the 20th, 2018, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, your first daily dose of happy for the day. And we hope your week is really cruising right along the way it needs to, because or the way we need it to, right? We all need to be in that high-feeling, high-vibrational, happy frame of mind in order for our weeks to go well, that's that's probably the primary teaching that we get from the law of attraction teachers, which is it isn't so much asking for stuff that's good, it isn't so much receiving stuff that's good, it's that vibration, it's that high flying place, because that's where you live life abundantly, and and that's really the topic for today, Joel. I mean, the the fact is, how do we get into that abundant space? Um, and in fact, you fo- you uh, posted something on Facebook. Uh, kind of like a little hand-drawn graphic. I'm not sure if you drew that or somebody else did, but it, was a, it showed one circle that said your comfort zone and another circle that said where everything happens. And, and the clear message was it doesn't happen in your comfort zone, which raises the question in my mind, is there such thing as life in the comfort zone? <laughs>
1: And, and, and first of all, thank you for giving me credit for the potential ability to draw a circle. <laughs> You're um, welcome. I I, I, I actually stole that. So I just want to make clear that I, I borrowed that from someone else. So anyway, uh, it, the, the, the idea that I sort of get, and, and this, this is, wasn't congruent with me early in the law of attraction. I, 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 these are areas that I think were really important for me to, Take a deep breath and figure out what to do. And, and the comfort zone, it would appear to be the place where you would want to dwell because it, you know, in my mind, you want to be vibrating on a really good level. Uh, it, but it, it, you know, and so, so why isn't a comfort zone a great place for life to be, so to speak, or a law of attraction based life to be? And it, 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 it doesn't seem to match. You know, that, that way. And so early, I kept saying, well, you know, I'm, am I seeking a comfort zone? I think we are conditioned as humans to look for a comfort zone. We, we talked about the word homeostasis a few weeks ago about just seeking that comfort, that middle, that never changing. And, and while that can be a safe place, sort of like a harbor for a ship, the action for a ship takes place out in the ocean. The action of the law of att- attraction takes place outside of the comfort zone. The comfort zone is a—it a, can be a place to retreat to, and, and sort of take a deep breath from life. But where, where the action and the vibration of energy takes place is out of that. That's where you're—you're you're, you're putting what you really want out. It's hard to attract what you want when you're signaling to the universe. Everything's fine. I'm comfortable. I want nothing else. I need nothing. for it. That's that's where the comfort zone exists. So, is there life within the comfort zone? As far as the law of attraction concept goes, it's not a productive life. If that uh, if that sort of answers the overall question, but it's it's obviously much more in depth than that. But that's how I see it. Is the comfort zone uh, again great place to live? Sitting on your couch and you know nothing being demanded of you. But at the same time you're demanding nothing of the law of attraction from that concept anyway. Did I does that make sense as I explained it from my perspective?
0: Yeah, I think it does make some sense. The, uh, the thing that strikes me about it is that the word comfort seems to be like a two-edged sword. Like on the one hand, comfort sounds great. If you're comfortable, you're feeling good, right? But on the other hand, if you're comfortable, it means you're not really living anything. You're not you're not going anywhere. You're, nothing's really going to happen. It's yeah. going to be the same thing over and over and over again. And the one thing I do know is that when you do the same thing over and over again without it varying without it uh changing or evolving in any way, it just gets boring after a while and it gets stale
1: yes, yes, and that is that's the part for me that that I had to get to is the the new freshness of changing and evolving and and when I was forced out of my comfort zone has been the most productive um times of my life you you told uh, uh, a story about a gentleman on a show a long time ago and this guy again my my reference of time sometime is messed up so it may have been two years ago okay uh but you were you were talking about a gentleman who who had figured out for him the law of attraction was to literally give everything away or or and rebuild i don't know if you remember that or not um he, he would he would yeah, he, he would. His way of dealing with it would be to, uh, you know, wow, I I want to, I want to create the need again. So he would give everything away metaphorically, I guess, mm-hmm. or I'm sure he didn't leave himself homeless. Right. But he would put he, he would sort of make a fortune and then put himself in a position where he needs to make another fortune. He did that multiple times. Yes, or at least that's what he claimed he was doing. Right. And. Uh, and, and 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 that's sort of what you know we're talking about I know when when the example for me and and many people that are are working in a job that's covering their needs and when I was at the the one of the treatment centers that I was managing for years uh I was in a comfort zone there i I loved what I was doing on some level, but it was it was very easy, and I know I wanted to do more. But I wasn't in a position to make the you know, stepping out voluntarily stepping out of your comfort zone is a really hard thing to do. So I I as I realized that, that was okay, I need to I need to understand that maybe just maybe me being booted out of my kick comfort zone was the best thing that happened to me because it forced me into the into the place where I would have to attract new stuff. And I'm so grateful that my, that it did fall apart, so to speak. I, I got everything I got because of that. So I was forced out of the comfort zone. I then was placed in a position to go attract all this stuff that I always deep down wanted to do. So, but I wasn't voluntarily going to leave that because it was, it was too easy.
0: So that raises a question in my mind. Is it possible to leave the comfort zone without being booted out? I mean, can you do it voluntarily? Can you I say, would, you know what, I'm not going to wait until I crash and all of a sudden I've lost everything. I just want to leave the comfort zone now.
1: Right. And, and I think that, that I love that idea of, or that debate of how to do that. I, I have since then, I think once you understand that process, I intentionally put myself out of my comfort zone all the time now. So, but that, you know, can you do that without one of those precipitating events? I, I don't really know because I had a precipitating event and I don't enjoy my comfort zone anymore, uh, because I, 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 view that as non-growth. Uh, but voluntarily booting yourself out without a really firm belief. And I think that's part, again, part of the law of attraction without a really big understanding that I'm going to, I'm going to voluntarily leave this job. I mean, it's, it's very hard to do. I never want to say you can't ever. But I, I have a, uh, a, several friends that do this, uh, have done this in some form or fashion. But I have a uh, the, the example I'm thinking about is a young lady that uh, lives in Florida. And, and we're more, uh, I think we're more just sort of Facebook friends over the years. I know her, but we I've, I've gotten just, she thinks a lot like I do in a lot of ways. And so she works for this big, huge, massive corporation. And she always wanted to do something similar to what I'm doing. And we had talked about it on Facebook and it's you know, sort of a life coaching thing. And I kept saying, all you got to do is, is leave that. She said, well, I can't, Joel, I just can't leave a $150,000 a year job, five weeks vacation a year. I have a child. I have, uh, you know, I have all these things and they, all these benefits. And I said, okay. Well, I, I get that. There's a lot of validity to what you're saying. So, but she, she said, I feel I really want to. Because my life sort of stuck, the redundancy of the job in the corporate world was not to her liking, but again, she would talk herself out of it. well, when things started to change, and her corporation was bought by another massive corporation, it became very clear that they were going to exit her, so she was forced out of her comfort zone as I was at my twelve and then Clearly saw the advantage of being forced out. She had to, she was invigorated. She was scared and scare's not always bad if you understand how to use it. Uh, it, it, she, she was invigorated by the pursuit of, of starting this new. Now she's very successful. She sets her own schedule. She's making a very good living and, and she would never go back to that corporate environment, but it was, it's, it was so difficult to, she didn't have the capability to voluntarily step out of it, as most people don't. Um, I, I would love to, I, you know, I had to develop such a belief in this way of thinking before I could ever voluntarily get to a place to keep myself out of my comfort zone. But now now that I know how it works, I don't, I, it doesn't bother me whatsoever. I've you know, the, When I took a, a position uh, at the last uh, addiction treatment center as a COO kind of uh, person and and i was only there a little while before i realized that now i'm not doing this and i i I didn't hesitate there was no <laughs> it, i hopped right back out of that guy i said in fact i identified it as a comfort zone and dreaded it uh it's going hop right back out but yeah it, but doing that the first time without you know it's like riding a bike once you know the law of attraction and believe how this works the fear of stuff the the concept of doing it is is like, okay well, of course, this is going to work, but that's a hard place to get people to believe and i I readily say i don't know if that first time I could have voluntarily jumped out of my comfort zone i don't think I could if i didn't, but once it did happen it's now it's never a problem
0: and certainly how we respond when that happens is all, is the difference between success and failure. It's the difference between you no know, Coming out of it smelling like a rose and coming out of it smelling like something else entirely, <laughs> but exactly, uh, exactly, you know. But the thing is, I also wonder: yeah. is is the uh, the the need? Is there enough need to make you voluntarily jump out? I still wonder about that. And I know you you just said you don't have an answer to that, so I I'm not asking you to answer it. It just seems like you. It, it should be possible for human beings to find a way to say, you know what, screw it, I'm just jumping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I I would love to be it it's really hard uh and I'm with you. I I, I think I I would love for there to be uh, uh and, and I'm sure there's people that have done it. I I, I see people that 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 do it, you know, but but again, most of the time it is always accompanied by a a, a reason or a need. Um I've watched people have to be able to in a different way, not booted from their comfort zone out of uh, in the normal way, but say their life situation changed and they had to be home more to take care of a child or something along those lines that they adapt to that uh, and create you know, everybody. We have the ability, great ability to adapt, but I would love to create a, a, a really solution based concept of people are saying, Hey, jump while you're jump from your comfort zone. It, it's, it really is an exciting idea, but most people look at you like you're absolutely crazy when you <laughs> well, did yeah. that because it, it, society overall would view that as just absolutely ridiculous. When I was, uh, working for my father many years ago in the insurance business before things fell apart, um, I, I hated insurance. It was so opposite me. Mm. It was a great opportunity and I, I, you know, but I, I by no means am angry about the opportunity, mm-hmm. but I did not like the business. I didn't like, it didn't match my mindset, 40 hours of the week sitting behind a desk, crunching numbers and, and talking about insurances in my mind, really about the worst thing you could do for my, my brain. <laughs> I so you. I didn't like it. And I had a friend that, that on the, um, that had randomly opened this gym he had no experience, but he, he, he loved to work out and I worked out at his gym. And of course I was really big into working out too at the time. And, uh, so we really, I I kept saying, man, I, I just, I, I would love to do what you're doing. And he laughed at me and he goes, Oh my God, you look what you're doing. I'd love to do what you're doing. And so anybody that I would, I would mention to, I would like to get out of this all the pieces of advice from friends to family to, Anybody that I trusted kept saying you're crazy to consider leaving that mm. so it it was a societal reinforcement of leaving that quote unquote and it wasn't comfortable, but it was a perceived comfort zone it was the easy way and and it ended up being a train wreck and and uh, I ended up being r- brutally ripped from anything resembling a comfort zone for many years because of staying too long right but at the end, it sure worked out in a great way. So that, that's, that's, I've seen you step out of your comfort zone, uh, maybe not so much from being booted, but certainly a desire to change things. And maybe you were booted too, if I really think about it. But, uh, it, it, it was a change you made, uh, seemingly instantaneously.
0: Well, maybe that's what part of it is. I mean, in terms of seeking that holy grail of how do you, leave a comfort zone without being booted out. Maybe it's about just desiring change, deciding, you know, I, I just don't want to be in this, this comfort zone anymore. I, I want to be out there where something else is happening because it's just not so much yeah. fun anymore.
1: I, 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 see that. And, and I, I love it when I, when, when that, that is probably the answer. That is probably the absolute answer. In fact, of here's where I'm stepping out at, here's what I'm doing. Um, I want to take it to that next level stuff and I want to be happy. I want to be fulfilled. Uh, it, you know, I, I'm always taking classes and learning new things and, uh, and I often, why are you doing that? Why do you add that to your plate? You're a single parent. You're a private business owner. You do a lot. You're always busy and, and then you add a class. Like that, that's just what I do. I like that. I like to be pushed. I like to push myself. I like to, Challenge myself to go harder and harder and harder and it, it, it's what I love. And once I accept that that's me keeping myself out of a comfort zone and I understand that for my growth. So I, I loved applying that today, but because of everything that I've been through, it's, it's almost like, well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure our audience go, well, Joel, you, you've been through so much of it, you you know, but how can I do this is it would it is a daunting question and how would the average person uh who isn't being booted and has been in the uh you know working for a company has a drive to do something else but that that takes a big big leap of faith and uh i i admire anybody that can do that but it's certainly a challenge i I think it's one of the biggest challenges people face
0: well it's certainly one that i've done i mean when i left corporate america I did, I left a, a, you know, not a great paying job, but certainly very good for the time period that I was uh, doing it and went into the complete uncertainty of a, a little business I had set up at the time. I was, this is way, way back before cell phones became really, really big and, you know, unlimited long distance plans and so forth. I was selling long distance per minute because that's the way you used to do your long distance. You used to pay on a per minute basis and I found some sources to get the price down. So I was selling that and it was, you know, it was doing okay. It was actually doing very well. And then uh, I I quit uh, what I was doing and almost immediately after I quit, the market crashed <laughs> You know, so I actually yeah. did get, in a sense, I got reverse booted. I was, I'd already kicked myself out, and then it fell apart on me.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, which, yeah, you were, you, yeah, it, yeah. It was going to come to an end quickly anyway. Yeah,
0: it was. It's just not. I didn't really hope to time it the way it did. <laughs> I was hoping to have like a few years to build right. something up, and I could just go on to something else after that. And that didn't quite work out. So, I mean, in a sense, I, I guess you could say I kind of lived the nightmare that people have. Oh, if I leave, you know, everything could fall apart. Well, I left and it didn't all fall apart, but it sure got a whole lot harder and it sure got a whole lot yeah. more uncertain. And it wasn't fun to, to, to be in that space. So I know that space really well. Maybe that's my, maybe, maybe that is my booted out thing. <laughs> I kind of didn't reverse yeah, and but, it, you it,
1: know. it. Right. And and I, as our, as our audience, uh, you know, everybody's own situation I, it, is somebody's listening to this show. And you're obviously minimally interested in, in the law of attraction and the concepts. And I would think almost everyone that's listening is how do I apply this in my life? And and I've tried it and has it worked maybe or, uh, and, and so it, it's hard. It, you know, I'm not saying everybody just go quit everything they're doing and, and forget about their bills. That, that's obviously not a logical plan, but the, the idea that understanding that debilitating concept of the, of, of that comfort zone and where it doesn't allow you to thrive, uh, is, you know, maybe leaving your comfort zone doesn't always mean having to leave your job or income. Maybe you could be challenging yourself in other areas as well. But I do believe there is this, this need for, uh, effort or, you know, struggle of some level or something out there to sort of churn the waters and and make everything come come into play so i do think that that makes uh that is a factor but the comfort zone for me when i when i every time i post that you know i i I really need to remind myself most of my posts are reminding myself of something and and then other people say oh you must have read my mind it's like well not really um but it is a uh uh an awakening to most people to think because you're, you're almost conditioned your entire life to let's go find the comfort. Let's live in the comfort. And, uh, and, and, and that's again, that's not where I grow at least
0: a, a theme that has come up a lot this week in the podcast that I've done with the other co-hosts is the theme of wanting it. You have to really want it. And, and it's, it's not just for you know when you fall off the the cliff and you're trying to to climb your way back out i mean it's in any situation if if you're trying to attract you know money or health or relationships or career or, or whatever it doesn't matter what it is you're trying to attract if you don't really want it you're really behind the eight ball i mean and and by want it like right. uh, i think it was Cindy who who suggested you know think of a 10 point scale and on a 10 point scale zero is where you don't want it at all and ten is where you want it so bad you, you you practically would kill for it, and so you ask somebody on that scale, you know, how bad do you want this thing that you're that you're wanting? And they say, oh, about a six. Well, that's not wanting it. I mean, if you want it, you're you're up right. around ten, you know, nine at the minimum. Right. Right. And right. And the thing Absolutely. that I've noticed is so often people who want the law of attraction to work, they don't really want it. You know, they 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 would like it. it. I think Cindy described it as the difference between wanting it and wishing for it. In that, most people will gladly say, uh, "Yeah, I I wish I could have that." You know, it's a way of saying, "Well, shoot, if that falls in my lap, I'll be real happy," but they don't really want it. Right.
1: Right. And and that that's the thing: not really wanting it or not really understanding that that desire that drives you. What you know, there's. I now know if I want something bad enough and I really, I, I go get it and I, I want it, I make it my focus. And I, and for a long time, there's a protective mechanism for inside of me that, okay, well, I like it, but um you know, I don't want to do it that bad or I don't want to leave this or I don't want to change this. So really wanting it is maybe inherently part of not being in your comfort zone because it, you, you, when you're in your comfort zone, you're saying, "I want exactly what I have right now." That's all I want—what I have right now. Outside of your comfort zone is when you're when you're saying, "I I'm uncomfortable because my life is not congruent with what I want." And that's that's sort of a a good way to look at it. So I agree that wanting it and really tasting it and feeling it and living it is the is the solution. And I don't think you can want it really bad, taste it really bad. And 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 just really plan on it without that without awakening without saying huh yeah I I I got to get out of my comfort zone to do it I just don't think it can take place at the same time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and, and it makes sense to me. In fact, there, well, it, it, this is both funny and sad at the same time. It was a discussion I saw in one of the Facebook groups. Uh, somebody had posted how I think it was a young woman had posted that she had been studying a particular course. She didn't tell us any of the details of it, but she'd been studying this course for two years, and she'd been really doing all the law of attraction things, visualizing and, and, you know, all all the things that the, the average gurus talk about, and then went to take her exam and failed her exam. And her question was, why did the law of attraction fail me? Now, of course, my instant reaction was, so, you know, how much studying did you do? How did you do on the earlier exams? <laughs> you know what? What? What was it that was going on that was different in this final exam from everything else? Because the way she told it, it sounded like everything was going great in this course, and all of a sudden she fell off the table. And I'm thinking that that doesn't quite add up in my mind. Well, when I tried to pursue that, I started getting responses from people, including one from one person in particular. Who said, Oh, no, no, that's not the way the law of attraction works. You, you, you don't have to go learn it in order to learn it. It can just, the law of attraction can just bring it to you. And I'm thinking, what the heck were they smoking? <laughs> I mean, the law yeah. of attraction is going to make me, it, it's almost like there's, there's the, uh, old, uh, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll call it the country bumpkin way of thinking about things. Learn me something, right? Just learn me. Right, like, right. like, like I don't do any of the learning myself. You're going to do the learning for me. You're going to learn me. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, right. like, I'm thinking, right. what and the that, hell?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and, 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 and that's that's just, again, There there is a, a lot of times there's a belief. In, and I think that this is where sometimes the law of attraction gets a lot of uh, negative attention um, when you have, People that believe it's, it, I, I don't believe the law of attraction is a magical event. I do not believe it's magical thinking. I think the law of attraction is a law just like the law of gravity. So it can only respond to what you're placing out there. When you're placing out there, oh, I can't do anything. Um, you know, I, I can't, uh, uh, you know, it it, it is, it's one of those things I can't respond to, or uh, I don't have to do anything or, you know, and and again, that's always been my pushback that the law of attraction isn't for the lazy. It isn't for the soft. The law of attraction is for the accountable that I want it. I want to get it. I want to obtain it. I'm going to vibrate on a level that's going to bring it to me. I can't go be wildly successful and be lazy. It just, uh, and I'm not saying it doesn't work for some people. I just say what works for me is I have to have matching actions and thoughts. To be successful, you need to be energetic and get busy and put yourself out there and allow for the law of action to engage the law of attraction. That's how I've always viewed it. So anyone that sits back and says, I'm going to enroll in a doctorate class and not study, and then expect the law of attraction to – uh uh, fill in the right blanks for me when it comes time for the test. I just find that, again, from my perspective, sort of trying to turn the law of attraction into a religion or a, mm. a, a, an amazing magical event. I don't know if you agree with that statement. But yeah, no, I feels think so. Like.
0: I think that's exactly what it is. In fact, the uh, uh, the analogy that comes to my mind is an electromagnet. And I don't know if you ever did this as yeah. a kid. My, my, my dad and I would do this a few times. He was trying to show me how the whole thing worked. We would take like a... Uh, well, like a, a a metal punch, you know, for you know, working in your workshop to punch a hole in something, you, you hold it up with, and hit it with a hammer, it would punch a hole in. Well, we'd take a metal punch, and then we would wrap it with wire, you know, like just regular wire that you can hook up to a battery. And, and we would wrap it real, 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 real tight like you would, you know, with like a commercial operation. And then we would hook that up to a battery, and we would... We would, uh, apply the, the, the current from the battery and using it, all of a sudden it would become a magnet. It would, you could pick up nails and all that kind of stuff. And then interestingly enough, you would disconnect it from the battery and to a very small extent it could still pick up nails, but not as well as it could when it was all right. wired up. So right. it kind of proved that you don't have to be wired to a battery in order for a magnet to work, but it sure helps. <laughs>
1: Well and that's exactly it 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 that I, and I love that that's a, I really appreciate that 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 is it it's the frequency that you're putting out there and just you know, I, 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 you know my our audience is probably going oh go, Joel's going to use the radio frequency thing again <laughs> um but I, I, I I, I am so sorry, but, but <laughs> no apologies here. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I will tell you—you know—radio frequencies are just a piece of it. There's also the power of the frequency of the station. It, it, it's you—you you have the amount of energy the station is broadcasting out to, versus the it, that used to be a thing before the internet stuff. You know, I, I remember growing up, there are these stations. We are we're. You know, the 100,000 watt powerhouse radio station in Tampa, you know, and all these different things I used to hear. Never knew what it meant, but obviously it was the out, the, how much energy it was putting out for people to tune in their radio. Well, the law of attraction, again, operates on the same concept there of, of, yeah, you could be putting it out there, but what intensity are you putting it out there? What, what vibration are you putting out there and what strength it is? And really wanting it where you, you know, I, I describe where I will have these, you pretty much daily where I'll have these moments of, uh, of, of really vibrating on a high energy and literally feel the vibration as I'm doing it. I love that. And, that, and, and when I am in tune with that, uh, that makes me feel so much more in tune with life. Um, and, and so that's the answer for me is knowing that the intensity in which I am pursuing what I want with all of my energy it's like focusing. Have you ever seen the, uh, the Bruce Lee one inch punch? Yeah. It's really oh, impressive yeah, right. to see Bruce Lee. Yeah. 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 He's able, he's able to, uh, literally combine and, and keep his fist one inch from somebody's chest and, and concentrate all of his force and energy and get his, and, and push at a, a, a level that you, it would take a, a normal human him, I mean, he, he, we never would be able to even match that app usually, but it would take a full swing to even get near the impact. And he moves his hand an inch and knocks people backwards. Right. And he focuses energy so hard on that one area. And he had the ability to do that. It worked really well for him. Right. This is a similar concept to what we're talking about now.
0: Yeah, it is because that—that's focusing energy. That—that's the key word that you use, yes. focusing or words, key phrase, I should say, that you're using, focusing energy, and it—that's—it's it, one of those things that that can take some time. I know it's taken me a lot of time to appreciate that focusing energy isn't just something that's an abstract. It's not just kind of like an idea. It's something you you literally do. I mean, he literally was. He, it wasn't just that he was focusing it; he was directing it, and he was using it in a way that actually produced a physical result. You know, so so the, yes. it, this isn't like a hypothetical energy. This is like real energy. This is you no. Know, this, yes. is, this is kinetic energy. <laughs> this is not potential energy, right?
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and that that's 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 how I view the law of attraction. When when someone says, and again. Everybody is their own beliefs. I don't challenge whatever someone's beliefs is. I'm I'm speaking from my stuff. But when somebody tells me that I can go pass a test by just using if I believe hard enough, I don't have to study. Uh what I'm putting out to the law of attraction at that point is it it, it doesn't pick up on that. The law of attraction isn't a magical event that can give you I want to guide you with these right answers uh it is you you're going to put the energy and effort into it and that matching energy and effort you put into that the lot you have no if if you go in the right way you have no chance of failing by doing the right thing but the concept that i never have to to do anything is just not something that that's logical and that's the big difference
0: yeah it's not logical and it, it, it even more than that it, i mean it how, it, it, it's crazy in a way because let's say you passed the exam and let's say you're trying to be certified in something or getting a degree that shows that you were, you have mastered something and you did it by using the law of attraction to pass the exams. Well, what are you going to do when you get to the job? I mean, presumably we're getting the degree or the certification or whatever it is so that we can get a career out of it and earn money out of it. And in order to do that, we actually have to do the work once we get on that job. How are you going to do the job if you don't know the, the material?
1: Yes. And that, and, and that—that's that's sort of that idea. of, You know, w- one of the things, it, it, trying not to get into a, uh, a a political thing that you know President Trump has su- actually successfully done. I think a lot of people do that. He states something, uh, believes it, and just it has no knowledge of it. But it, it it just becomes his thing. He just sort of allows that to drive. And I think a lot of people. Sort of think that's the way it works, and not everybody's able to pull that off. You know, where you you just randomly say something, and then you try to you know, say it enough times that wow, okay, I'm, I'm I'm getting this. You know, it makes sense. But when it comes to again, in my practice of the law of attraction, I, I have often set out to do something and really wanted to do it but there was never anything that I set out to do that I did not have to put an effort to make it happen. I, 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 I didn't have magical events happen. Uh, it, it, the law of attraction brought things to me and, and I had to tune in with what it brought to me and do the energy and the effort, take the class or the training or, or studies and, and all that and, and do it. And that's, that's just, you know, Mike Dooley, you know, Talks about this often is, is that similar concept of the, the matching action where, uh, if, if you say you want to be wealthy, but you're living with, as you're, as, as not by not taking action to be wealthy, then the law of attraction picks up on an incongruence and it just pretty much gives you what you're doing. It, it's, it's never as simple as just wanting it. Uh, I love, I love everything about my life, I love where I'm. I'm tuned in with what, what amazing things happen almost weekly. There's always great stuff happening, mm-hmm. but it's it's it takes a while. Before I, it took me a while before I could start living that every day, and I never live in a place of what is the least amount of effort I have to put forth to get this. That's not what I'd ever do. Mine mine is let me blow everything away. And when I'm taking classes, you know, I, I, I'm I'm I want a I want a hundred percent average. I mean, I usually get 98 or 99 and then, you know, I wanted more. I, I think the law of attraction picks up on that. And again, that's what works for me. Uh, and as we're discussing it, this is what I think our audience is, you know, wow. You know, I, I get it. Uh, we want our audience to figure out how, what works for them and their individual styles. So I don't want to go against what anybody believes, but this is just my opinion. I do think it, it is what I've observed with my clients as well
0: well i i actually i mean this is kind of why i brought up the whole topic of of the comfort zone and you know is there life in the comfort zone and what's it like to live outside the comfort zone and is it worth going for and so forth uh i'll i'll, I'll go at it with a, from another point of view esther and jerry hicks a- abraham hicks tells a story about how esther and jerry back when jerry was still alive uh, decided one time they were going to take a uh, rafting ride down a a rafting river, you know, a river that had rapids and all that kind of thing. And they had a guide who was very experienced and so forth. And they tell this really great story. There was, there was like a water fight between them and and some high school wrestlers and all this kind of fun stuff happened. But after they tell the story, they say, now imagine what would have happened if Esther and Jerry had gone to the guide and said, um, you know, I know that we're driving up the river, and we're going. You're, you're you're going to drop us off there with the rafts, and then we're going to be dry We're going to ride these rapids down, and so forth, and then we're going to come out at this other end over here and pick up our cars again. But you know, could we just cut to the chase? You know, couldn't you just? Uh, we'll go up to the, the top, but then we'll just get in our cars and we'll drive down, and then you can put us out like 200 yards from the end of the thing, and we'll just float the last 200 yards. And the guy would say, "Well, yeah, we can do that, but." I thought you wanted to ride on the river. Right. And that's the, right. that's the point. I mean, we thought you wanted to ride on the river. We thought you wanted to actually live the life. You don't live the life in the comfort zone. There's no living going on there, not really. You know, you're sitting on the couch all right. day, but what kind of you're you're not actually riding a river anywhere.
1: Well, and, and and that and that's such a great you know, that's I love that that descriptive that you just gave that analogy that that this is the point. You, you didn't, you don't go to a boot camp training class to do the easiest thing possible in your life. You don't go to rip, you know, ride the rapids and then ask to start on the other side of hard rapids. That's not the point of riding the rapids. Uh, it, it's, you know, you, you, you're seeking that. You're, the the point of the experience of our lives and what we go through. The the journey, that that's something that you know I also posted yesterday. The the realization for me, you know and it sounds very cliche, it's not the destination that matters, it's a journey, but I've gotten to a place there is no destination. My life is a journey. That is the destination, that's everything. The journey is what and so so the concept that my journey has had some incredibly difficult turns, some very rough spots, and some incredibly monumental highs. That's the journey, the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's the journey. And and when you embrace that and you live that, what what an empowering way to go.
0: When you live that way, I mean, I, I think yours is probably perhaps a a little bit more chaotic than somebody want. I, I don't think I really want something as chaotic as what you went through. But that doesn't mean that I I want to sit on the couch all day either. I mean, I kind of like something a little more in between, you know. Actually, something I can go out and do something, but without collapsing completely into a gutter.
1: <laughs> I, I wish you I'm with you on that. I do agree with that.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I, to me, that's the idea of abundance, right? That that's the big word in law of attraction circles. I want to live an abundant life, right? Well, to me, abundance right. is it's not sitting on a couch, and it's not you know, falling into the gutter and trying to cr- climb my way out. It is going out and riding the rapids, but without drowning.
1: <laughs> right, right. Well, and, 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 the, you know, a lot of times that, you know, and everybody, everybody's path, everybody's situation is different. And that's a big part of it. Um, you know, Abraham Hicks talks often about contrast and, you, you know, the, to, for me to live in my abundance, it helps me to understand that extreme contrast to where I'm at in my life right now. Mm. The, the contrast, while I don't want to do it again, a very low, low part of my life, that extreme stuff that I love to do, uh, that, that in life today where I have an extreme abundance, where I feel that, that in this incredible way, because I know what it's like to have extreme lack. Mm. So I view it as a contrast. And it helped propel me. So it, 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 you have a clear indication for me that this works on my level. Now, as you're saying, not everybody has to do that, but it happened. So I might as well do it. Oh see. yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you do have something like that happen, you might as well get the best out of it you can. And, and certainly that right. kind of a situation, it can be a terrific springboard for producing amazing results, which you proved very clearly with your own experience on numerous occasions.
1: Well, and that, and that's exciting that we, we, we have that ability and that's, that's that ability to bounce back, that ability to move forward, that ability to just enjoy all that, that we have. We have such an amazing everything. Um, with that, that living that way, feeling that way, you put yourself in a position to feel this, love it, excitement, all that goes on and, and gain the courage and wisdom to realize my comfort zone is not where there's growth. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, it's almost reorganizing that thought. We're, we're taught to seek comfort. The body is conditioned to seek comfort. Uh, when in reality, we we push our you know that that's what when we we're, we're exploring space when we when we send up shuttles that explode we do those things it is, we we say it's worth it because we want to expand beyond this that, that's getting way out of our comfort zone that's mm-hmm. why you know we we have a drive to explore I mean we 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 want to go to the bottom of the ocean we want to go to the to Mars we want to go see what's out there uh, that's a, that's understanding what we have here is okay is what is, is our base but what else is out there you know wake up every day and go what else is out there i love that i love that feeling you know on mondays i literally wake up and say and i love mondays and i said what do you got for me this week and and most people think i'm taunting monday so to speak but i i love mondays and they're there what do they have for me what's going to happen this week Mondays Mondays begin it all. I, I love to be able to live with that mindset.
0: Mm, yeah. I mean, that is different from the way a lot of people live Mondays. I mean, we talk here on this podcast when we do the Monday shows, we always talk in terms of how we want to start our Mondays on the happiest note we can start on so that we've got the energy kind of, you know, the momentum going into the into the week and that way it turns the week into a better week. But there's also a lot to be said for what you're saying because you're, you're not even thinking about... What momentum you're bringing into it? You're thinking, hey, what momentum can I generate just by going into it right now? There's going to be stuff happening, and I'm going to be a part of it. That, that's a really enthusiastic Absolutely. way of living.
1: Yeah, and and you 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 just sort of you know go toward it, and you 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 realize, wait, Monday's here. Monday's going to happen, and there's going to be a ton of things happen. They're either going to be I can either approach them as opportunities or challenges or whatever I want to view it, or I can sit there and fear them. But either way, Monday's happening, and and I am in charge of how I view that. And so that, that stepping out of the comfort zone. Instead of, you know, it's Sunday night and I'm dreading Monday and and I can't, you know, I, what, what's going to happen here? No, that doesn't work for me. No, And, and I I I I love that feeling of Mondays. I love that. You know, I, I, in fact, most Mondays I get up earlier because I just I just like wow, I just I just can't wait to get it started.
0: <laughs> that's a nice way to wake up for a Monday too. I can say that. Yeah, I I keep going back to what I was saying before about um, how much you want it of wanting it, I, I I, don't know how to phrase this, but I have a sneaking suspicion that in some way we could define uh, lack of wanting, in other words, less than nine on the scale of, of zero to 10, as being in some way the equivalent of a comfort zone. Like I, I if, if you don't want it, if you don't really, really, really want it, if you just kind of sort of want it, that's really a comfort zone. And when you, when you're saying, I just uh, sort of well, want yeah, it, you're, you're just yeah. saying, yeah, I don't really want, you know, I, I don't want to have to, you know, change anything. I just sort of want it. That, that's a comfort zone.
1: I want it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, most people have this feeling of I want it within the, within the confines of my comfort zone, yeah. meaning I want it with little effort. I want it with, with little intensity. Anything worth doing is going to require you to intensely put effort forth in my world, in my mind. And it, it's it's a feeling of accomplishment. You, it's a feeling of of I, I went out and I did something. When I work with people who have been in the military, um, one of the things I find very common in most of them is they often speak of of boot camp as very tough but very much an accomplishment. They made it. They, mm. they view it with, through positive, a positive lens, even though at the time it was a very difficult thing to get through. Mm.
0: Yeah. And
1: it, it, it's, it's that, and, and that's exactly what you're, you're saying with that is, is you gotta want it. How bad you want it and, and, and putting that energy and not, not doing it. Cause if you just sort of want it, what the law of it, and again, this is my theory, when you just sort of want it, the law of attraction is picking up on the concept of, well, you sort of want it true, but you're more fearful of it. So, I'm picking up law well, of attraction. Picking up on the fear of it.
0: Yes. Well, I, that's really what I'm. I'm saying. I mean, I'm, uh, I. I think a lot of these things we talk about, we we bring up these stories and metaphors because they illustrate so clearly, and they illustrate clearly because they're black and white. I mean, boot camp is a very black and white thing. Uh, but by the same token, I, I really don't want to go through boot camp. I mean, that's not an experience I love the idea of doing. But by the same token, that doesn't mean I want to stay on the couch either. <laughs> to me, again, there's a middle ground right. going on here. So I don't have to wait for a boot right. camp opportunity to come along. I can certainly create an opportunity. I can create it in my mind first off. That's where it starts anyway. And once I've created it in my mind, whatever it is, I can expand. On. Well, like we, you and I were talking before the podcast today. We, we were talking about, okay, what's it going to take to uh, get out so that more and more listeners are finding out about us and they're are listening and getting excited and so forth. And uh, I was uh, bringing up the idea that maybe we need to expand the, the variety of the kinds of shows we have. I mean, right now we have basically one show that we do 11 days a week, which is great, and we have a good listenership, and it's a growing listenership. But maybe we need to grow beyond that. Maybe we need to have – different shows that focus on one particular thing. Maybe there needs to be a show that's just about relationships. You know, as an example, it's just coming off the top of my head, but you know, maybe we'd have to divide up like that so that we can focus on, oh, here's something for people who are just looking for relationships. Maybe that's what uh, ends up floating the boat of people. I don't know if that's actually going to be true. What I do know is just by exploring that, I am now moving outside my comfort zone. I am now considering that the idea of exactly, doing something that's that's yeah. going to be different from what we've been doing.
1: Yes. And that's where I, I introduced that concept. Uh, when we get to this part of a discussion, I introduced the concept of the law of action, the, the taking the action you want it, you're going to go take action. Now, the majority of my action over the years has not yielded what I set out for it to yield. Mm -hmm. It just put me in a position to attract. And, and so by, by just doing what you're saying, and fit, trying to put the energy and effort towards figuring that out, I don't know what it gets you. I just know it will get you what you're looking for. It, I, and I, that's the beauty of it. It 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 takes you in a way you just never know, but it it, it never appears if you don't have the energy placing toward it or, or really wanting it or really going after it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the way it is. The, the law of attraction, as we know, uh, like the tracks, like it is as, as you focus on and do and think about and experience certain kinds of things, you get more of the same kinds of things. Well, in this case, it's if I start considering the idea of trying a different way of putting a show out there or putting a, a different kind of show to the schedule or something like that, whether or not that works, the fact that I tried to do it, the fact that I had this this impetus to give it a shot leads to something else coming along. It Maybe comes in terms of a new idea. Maybe it comes in terms of of somebody else saying, well, you know, that that was an interesting try. It didn't really work very well, but this might work better. And here's why I know because here are five people over here who are asking for it. Oh, okay. You know, so now all of a sudden we have the next thing to try on the list. And and basically what happens is the law of attraction is giving us one thing after another to kind of guide us to the point where we're finally getting to the big goal, which is getting a whole lot more listeners listening.
1: Yes. Well, and, and, and this, this is, and, and sort of piggybacking on that in my, when I first got into private practice, one of my passions uh is uh, I, I, I'm very much into holistic nutrition, eating healthy, mm-hmm. uh, I think is a big portion of all of, of, all of this. And, and I think it matches all attraction very well. And, and so it, it's sort of a, a natural, so I, one of my titles and one of my certifications is I'm a, a certified health coach. I went through uh, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition to become a certified health coach. Uh, very much again, holistic eating, meaning, you know, healthy food, uh, uh, cert- the different concepts of not eating, uh, uh, you know, processed or you know, excess sugar, all that stuff's really important. So I thought that was going to be what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. So as I developed my website, I, I had a whole section on health coaching. I mean, just you know, I, I I really went into great length about what that point. I was expecting a lot of my clients were going to be approaching for health coaching. Mm-hmm. Um none. Really none. I mean, probably one or two reached out, uh, uh, but it never really took off. And I was, it's certainly a part of what I do. It's part of what I incorporate in my life coaching now. But it, 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 no one is showing up just for health coaching. Mm-hmm. That was a little disappointing. Mm-hmm. But along the way, since when I started private practice, I, I, I had, you know, just, just through a chain of events, I had this family you know, I have several doctors referring to me for various things and, you know, addiction is, is another wheelhouse of mine. Well, I, I ended up getting these three or four, in the beginning, three or four young men who all were, uh, you, you know, using pod excessively. They, they had fell out of college and I, I refer to them as my failure launch crowd. Um, <laughs> they, they, you know, usually very bright kids, but just not really tuned in with life. Mm. So, you know, as, as I, I sort of ended up with that, that group wasn't a, a group I particularly wanted to work with, but I had great success with them and nobody, they'd been to multiple treatment centers. They've been to every, every counselor in town and I'm the only one figuring, and I, I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just applying, you know, the stuff we talk about mainly and they were receptive to it and it started to really change. So as I became more successful with that, then I had you know several psychiatrists, several doctors in town, so I became the default guy in Richmond for helping kids that failure to launch crowd. Usually, again, usually pod attached. I mean, there's a sort of profiled ADD kid, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, then I you know some of the Richmond people who who meet their kids go off to school. They meet other families. Other families say, well, you know, we could never find anybody to help uh, Jimmy and well, by the way, I got this guy. He'll talk to you. He's in Richmond. He's probably the best I've seen at this. So now it, it I get calls from, you know, I was referred to you by so-and-so and I'm in, you know, I have like three clients from Maine. I have clients, one client from Hawaii that were referred to people here. So it turned into its own thing and it it took i've 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 learned to, i enjoy it now i understand that i'm good at it so i've incorporated that into my practice and that and that's sort of what you're talking about walt by taking the action you don't always predict the exact course and you go and i don't i'm not frustrated because my health coaching stuff didn't take off i still use it but i never use it in the way that i originally intended but it's okay it's it, it's it's provided a lot
0: and instead of took you in a direction that you never even anticipated. I mean, did you even for a second think you'd end up helping – how would you describe these kids, kids who had trouble getting started? Did, did it ever remotely yeah, occur no. to you that that would be a field for you to go into?
1: No, no, it, it, it never it – never, I never even thought about it. it it's something – I didn't know there was so much of a need, you know. Mm. I, I knew there was a need for traditional addiction and, and stuff like that, but this this crowd that I'm talking about is probably the hardest crowd to treat because – they don't, you know, if they're doing anything, it's marijuana. It's not usually a hardcore addiction. Uh, they, they, you know, they're smart. They, they don't have any di, anything diagnosable as a real mental illness, but yet they're, they're, it's a failure to thrive kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So figuring out a way to help them get motivated and, and what buttons to press. And those are things that just became, you know, it, again, law of attraction based stuff. But I started to fulfill a need using that, and found success when no one else was finding success, so yeah. it opened up a, a just a unique market and of course, I do other things, but that that is such a, a as you're saying, I never thought of that that was something I never dreamed I would be quote unquote the local expert for that
0: and that's the cool thing about law of attraction because if you put yourself out there in some way, it delivers the thing that you least expect i am mean, I'm really very sincere when I say when I try to map out how it's going to work, my batting average is close to zero, zero, zero. But it doesn't matter because just going up to bat leads to something else happen. And it, it doesn't matter whether I predicted it right or not. The point is something, el- the something else happens and it happens through law of attraction delivering it to me. So you, you got yeah. there. I mean, you you certainly didn't predict that you were going to have these kids come to you or your, their parents sending them to you or whatever. But because you put yourself out there on the healthcare line, all of a sudden, boom, they showed up. Unexpected right. result. And
1: and, and 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 I had this discussion with a, a, a therapist in town uh, a while back. He, he was, and I always believe you, you'll, what you specialize in will find you if you allow it. He went, he, he was a general therapist and he, he had a lot of different experience, but one of his experiences was he was, uh, uh, he had worked for a long time at an eating disorder clinic for mainly for teenage females and he'd worked there. I mean, it, it was part of his resume. So one of the local guys, uh, you know, we, the eating disorders are very difficult and very you gotta be, really know what you're doing. It's, yeah. it's a very difficult, dangerous thing sometimes. Sure. So he, he by default became the, the area person who handles that. So if you ask anyone in town who have an eating disorder, who do I send them to? This gentleman's name comes up. Every yeah. time, because mm-hmm. he's earned that. He, and he laughs, he said, I never set out to be that. <laughs> and I said, I know it. But, but he's become that. He's, not only is he really good at it, he's embraced it. He has specialized in it. And, and again, that's another example of setting out in one direction and then circling back to another.
0: And, and, and the circling back is not planned. That's right. the, that's the, that's the, right. thing. That's and, the and, biggest lesson right there. It is, you can't plan it. There's no way to do it,
1: and that—that's the answer. And most people who have a hard time not living a planned out life have a really hard time with that concept. Mm. And and that's and you know a lot of people are very uncomfortable with that. And I've always, of course, I'm a recovering compulsive gambler, so I always have a tendency to jump before looking anyway. <laughs> um, and and so it, it, it's a lot easier for me, <laughs> yeah, <right>. uh, but. <laughs> You know, I supply some old behavior there, but, but that is, that's a big thing for people. That's a big, uh, once you get that, that the law of attraction will respond, but it will respond in, in as long as your are the actions have to be there. When you're hidden in the comfort zone, when you're sitting on the couch, it is, you're you're not putting that energy out there, and and it's the uh, the reason the waves churn in the ocean and all that happens. It it is actually life. The churning process, it it, it actually is life, and that's sort of with us too. The churning, the movement, the the taking action. The, I've I've given the example about the gentleman in Florida a long time ago that I had him walk to the mall and and just take action. He ended up with a job he never intended, and was doing very well. It all was on a fateful day when he set off to the mall uh, to go l- just look around. Mm-hmm. And he was not doing anything sitting on the couch. But once he got there, he once he got on the act, something fell into his lap. Often things will fall in your lap, but they won't fall in your lap in the couch. You've got to be taking the initial action to get out there.
0: And that is the big difference maker. We only have a few minutes left. Then. I want to make sure I get our, our usual announcements in. First and foremost, if you're not yet a subscriber, become one. Uh, very simple to do. The instructions are on the homepage of our website, LOAToday.net, but you can just go in through your smartphone uh, on iPhone, just go to the podcast app that's built in, open that up, do a search for LAway Today, boom, we'll be right there. Click the subscribe button, and all the episodes are coming right to your phone. On an Android, similar, not quite the same because you, there's no built-in podcast uh, application, but you can find them in the Play Store. There are dozens of them. Um pick whatever one you want, plug it in, do the search there and again, we come right up. So subscribe and and uh, that way you get all the episodes coming and then tune in and do some binge listening. Listen to all of them. Listen to them d- during your day. Put them on the background. It's a great way to, to keep yourself in that happy zone while you're doing your daily stuff. Also, for those who are our regular subscribers, we're asking you to continue to post somewhere on your favorite social media that you've been listening to LOAToday.net because it is making a difference. We are seeing uh, increases. I don't know if I told you, Joel, but over the last two or three months we have doubled the number of plays per day so it's definitely paying paying off because that's when we started uh putting out there asking our subscribers to put out there that they're listening to low so please keep doing that and we really appreciate your support
1: and 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 that means a lot we do this every week and and as i've told you well i'll I'll do it every week uh, just because of what I get out of it. But the fact that we have other people listening, uh, I, I'm passionate. We're, you're passionate. My co-hosts are passionate. We, we want this to get to as many people as possible, not for ego driven stuff. This is a message we want to share. And that's, that's something that could be assisted by our audience. Just, just listening it, posting it. I listened to LOA today, uh, whatever it takes, please consider doing that. It's, 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 Really helping us out a lot.
0: And among other things, it gets you out of your comfort zone, right? Because we, we explore Absolutely. things like the comfort zone, you know, and, and what do you have to do? You have to take some action. Well, one way to take action, you listen to the LOA Today podcast every day. Now, a second way to take action, especially if you're in a place where you really need to take action and you're known you're not doing it, sometimes you gotta just talk to somebody. Joel's perfect for that. Joel, how do they reach out to you to talk to you personally?
1: Uh, it, it it's, it's really easy. Joel Elston, uh, at Gmail. Uh, joelelston.com. Either way gets me. uh, uh, I'm easy to reach. Uh, I always get back to people. If I can't help you, I'll find somebody who can.
0: Sounds great. My friend, I look forward to talking to you next week. I I can't tell you what the topic's going to be, but we'll find out about five minutes before.
1: (laughs) I love it that way, my friend. You have a good day.
0: You too. And we hope that you'll join us next time as well here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.